Welcome to the Real Talk Real Estate Podcast with hosts Aleem Savani and Brandon Daniel. Welcome to Real Talk Realty. My name is Aleem Savani. And I'm Brandon Daniel. Today uh, we have the pleasure of hosting Karn Paul, who uh, came all the way from Niagara Falls, and we actually know each other. So uh, we did simulation one together, right? Yes, we did. And thank you. Thank you for having me guys yeah. on your podcast. Oh, it's a pleasure. Yeah. yeah. Um, again, thank you for coming. I know it's raining outside. Um, you know, I know you guys know each other from simulation one. Um, yeah. If you could first just tell us a bit of your background and then maybe you two can explain to everybody what simulation one is and how that works with Humber. Do you remember simulation one? Not really. Not really. <laughs> yeah. I, I did, it, things, I, I did I it too. Yeah, I did yeah. it too a long time but ago. But I know we do a lot of practical things in it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I'll tell you my background a little bit. So I came here as a student in 2017. Uh, I came to Niagara College and I took landscape technician program in there. And okay. I did work for a landscape company. I did work in a greenhouse for a few years. Then I read a book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, oh, which yes. inspired that, yeah. me to become uh, a real estate agent. Not a real estate agent because I wanted to be an investor. I did started investing in stocks and then I became a real estate agent. So that's my background. So what about Rich Dad, Poor Dad got you to invest? Like getting that mentality for investment. So a lot of, sorry, a lot of real estate agents do say they read this book or they started by reading this did book. Did you read it? I have not read it. <laughs> Neither have I. So. But I do know that there are a lot of real estate agents or even investors say they've read that book. Yeah. And it's changed their mindset. Yeah. So I read Richard Poor Dad when I was in grade 11 first time. And I didn't understand a single word of it. Because most of this book tells about how employers treat their employees, how corporations are making money. Yeah. And I had no idea what the heck he's talking about. And then... I I studied it again. Uh, I think I got injured at my work and I was on bed for a couple of months. And then I started reading books again. And I went through that book. And since I was an employee at that time, I knew Different what he was talking about. Yeah. And then again, I read it third time. Oh, so so you, read, you read it three times? Oh, three times, yeah. We haven't even had it one, read it <laughs> yeah. once yet. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. Oh, good stuff. So, so yeah. since uh, you... well. We did our course back in, I think, May, June. So I've hmm. been in uh, real estate now since June. You started in July, correct? Yes, I started in July. Yeah. And so how did you go about choosing your brokerage? So when I was starting into real estate, there was only a couple of brokerages I knew about. Remax and Royal Page. Okay. Those were the only two names I was familiar about. And then I went, when we did our courses, there was other brokerages i got to know there was a revel reality that was going on in niagara falls that's local brokerage there and then i as soon as we finished our course i went to interview all of, all of them i went to royal lepage i went to remax i went to exp i went to revel i went to home life and there was a couple of other local brokerages i went to and then there were as a new agent you need somebody who can help you yeah, yeah. someone that okay. teach you and show you the ropes right. yeah and also, the other thing you need to keep in mind, you have to keep your expenses low. Yeah. We some of those brokerages. We, we talked about that, yeah. Yeah. Some of those brokerages, they charge you like $800, $1,000 a month. Okay. And I don't think for a new agent, it, it makes sense to pay that much money. Absolutely not. Yeah. So okay. that's why I went with EXP. 
Now, do you have anyone in your family that did real estate before? Any kind of background in that way? Like any help maybe? like Yeah. So my cousin, he he was a real estate agent. And here in in Niagara in, Falls? He, he's in GTA. He's in GTA. Okay. He's in GTA, yeah. His name is Raj Koker. And you just he, gave him a plug. <laughs> yeah. he, he should post this. <laughs> yeah. So he's the one who helped me a lot. And then uh he was asking, he he was the one who guided me through all those processes and everything. Perfect. And when choosing that brokerages, uh he said that he he was with the XP before. But okay. For some reason, he he's he asked me not to go with it, but I ended up choosing that. So okay, you got to oh, do what feels yeah. right to you. It's, right? Yeah, it's what you feel in that moment yeah. with that brokerage because yeah. every office has a different feeling, right? Right, right, right. So it just depends on which one it is. Right, right. So you've been in EXP then since July? Since July, yeah. That's my first brokerage, yeah. Okay. And how are you finding it right now and the way the market is and... How busy you are. Like, we have no idea about the Niagara Falls, really the market there. Yeah. So, Niagara Falls, it was a lot slower uh, in the first quarter, but it started to picking up a little bit now. So, right. it, it's getting better now. Are you seeing more, like, families relocating there? Or are you seeing it more as people oh, yeah. get investments, Airbnbs? So, Niagara Falls, it's pretty much everything. Yeah. You can do Airbnbs there. There there are a lot of people who are doing investments there. A lot of new developments are coming in Niagara Falls as well. So it's it's a mixture of pretty much everything. And primarily the majority of your business is in the Niagara Falls region or all of it right now? It's 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 in Niagara region. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So So like are you are you are you you seeing a lot of investments? Like would you advise people? To come out to Niagara Falls to do an investment or hundred percent, hundred percent. If you look at GTA, you you get a condo for a million dollar, right? Yeah. yeah. So if you go to Niagara Falls, you can get a house for a million dollar. When I first moved in Niagara Falls in twenty seventeen, the house where I lived in, I was paying sixteen hundred dollar rent for the whole house. It was four bedroom. I think it was twenty five hundred square foot detached house, double car garage, four cars on driveway, and right now the same house is you're getting in $3,000 or $3,200. So it's in, in almost Ni- doubled in, in, Niagara Falls? In, Niagara in Niagara Falls. So it's the same as GTA for townhouses, right? Yeah. And plus for price-wise, that house was, I think I was talking to the landlord. He got that house for $400,000. Oh, wow. And now this, uh, in the hot market previous year, they, they sold for a million and a half dollars. Oh, wow. That's, yeah. So, so, yeah, so, so the market is there. What is the average price on a detached? Like a three-bedroom, three-bathroom? Uh, Three-bed, three-baths, you can get that in 700 range, 750, something like and that. And detached, right? In detached, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's... There was one house sold recently, uh, just straight down from me. That was, uh, I think, 2,000 square foot, little above 2,000 square foot. Detached, two-car garage, three-bedroom, 750. Yeah, that's like... Yeah. And <laughs> that's, it like was... that's a condo in a GTA. Oh, yeah. A, yeah. That's a condo price. Yeah. I just my client bought a condo, seven ten, one bedroom, mm-hmm. and a den. <laughs> and the other thing about Niagara Falls is it's close to U.S. border. Yeah. So yeah. a lot of people I know, quite a few people who work in U.S. Oh, and, and they, they come, they, buy they have their businesses uh, there, and they they live in Niagara Falls, and it's vice versa. I know one other guy. He lives in U.S. and he owns a couple of subways on this side of the border. Oh, so, okay. So why why did you end up in Niagara Falls? Like, how did you end up in Niagara Falls? So, like I said, I went to school there. I when I okay, came so to Canada, I I went to Niagara College there. So, 
that was my school and i just liked that area so i just stayed there good stuff so we follow each other on instagram social yeah. media and mm-hmm. i see that you're pretty active on yeah. social media mm-hmm. um so one of the questions i want to ask you just because there's so many agents like new and right. old mm-hmm. um and people have their different ways of doing things right, right? it right. might be based on their previous work experience or maybe mm-hmm. their personality and what works for them right so being a newer agent, mm-hmm. how did you find out what works for your business so quickly? Because I see you're doing really well. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. So the first thing a lot of people ask that I I know a lot of people and they say that you just copy successful people and you copy and paste what they're doing okay. and you can be successful. And I don't believe in that because you're unique in your way. You have your own personality. You have your own ways of working. If you're trying to copy those people, you can't become like those. Okay. You are, you look like you're a fool. Yeah, you're yeah, going to find right? your own uniqueness. Yeah, so, original, right? so, so you found your own uniqueness. Right, right. right. Yeah. So what I find, if you are honest with your uh, clients and if you give them right advice, they'll come to you. It's not, so yeah. how do you find your clients? So like you've been here only since 2017. You probably hit up your network a little bit. But yeah. but what else have you done to be successful? So like in a year's time, you've done 16 transactions, right? Right. Which is pretty high, especially for a new agent. Mm-hmm. So like what what is your secret sauce that gets you <laughs> the so, clients, basically? I <laughs> love parties, man. I yeah. love drinking and I throw a lot of parties. Okay. So those people who come to my parties, I go to their parties. And again, I, I like parties, but at the same time, I'm very honest I'm and I know what I do. And so you're very social and you network. Right, right. Yeah. So as you're networking, you're social. I'm guessing you're like house parties. But but the first deal I got, that was not from my network. That was through my social media. So that was was a lease. Yeah. That was a lease. So someone reached out to you on social media. Right, right. Yeah. So we we, we want to touch upon social media as well. But like how that was your first transaction. How did it feel getting your first transaction on an inbound through social media? And also, like, how was the experience of writing your first deal? So, that was, so my first 13 offers got rejected. That includes leases. That includes sales. Okay. Commercial leases. First 13 offers rejected. It's tough, man. It's tough. First four months, I didn't make any deal. So those, took, those deals I made, that was after four months. So I started making deals in, my first deal was in November, I guess. Okay. And in December. Was that, was that a lease? That was a lease. Yeah. That was a lease. So how much was the lease? I think it was just $1,100. $1,100. Okay. Yeah. But it, but it took, felt so it, great. Still must, yeah. It still it feels, feels good it's, it's to get that feeling. first yeah. one yeah. off yeah. your back. Yeah. Right? So <laughs> it took you 13. So you, I guess you were here with numerous clients at that time, right? For commercial, commercial sure. and residential. Yeah. So did you ever feel like like you're not going to get anything or did you feel there was a lot of points yeah when I was thinking that so when I got into real estate I quit my day job oh you, you jumped in full force two I feet right away in full full and that time you know last year July was yeah it was going downwards yeah. Tough, right yeah. yeah so it was so hard to get any leads and nobody was buying and everybody was like no, I don't want to buy. I'm going to wait. Market is going down. It's crashing. Blah, blah. And I found a couple of commercial clients who were looking for restaurants. And I started working. But but at, at 
in that period of time i was always busy i was working with people and i was always looking at houses i i had a team i had couple of other people we had no clients but we still went out i think every thursday or every tuesday to okay. see 15 or 20 houses okay was there at any point during and well in the beginning you said it was a little bit slower cuz yeah. you know your offers were getting mm-hmm. rejected yeah. right and i i know how that feels man yeah. um was there at any point you thought okay maybe i need to you know take on some other kind of employment or not do this full time right because there are there, a lot of there's a lot of expenses because there's yeah. a lot of people that you know they might just want to jump right into it but mm-hmm. then they have to still support themselves in a way, right right so i had a little bit of savings as when i was working full time you know i was inspired by rich dad poor dad yeah. so i started investing okay. in stocks when i was working so i had those investments okay so Very i was smart. i was taking those out a little bit i had some savings i was i was using them them okay. and i had some credit cards as well so you gave yourself so a I, buffer I, you knew yeah. you had some time yeah. so to I, get your business up and right, going right right so i gave myself 6 months yeah that i have 6 months of my savings all my expenses and everything and if i'm not successful in that i would have been doing something else so you basically got your first deal in your, around your six at your six months mark closer right? to six months closer yeah. to your six yeah. months closer, yeah yeah oh that's amazing yeah. <laughs> you knew so, you had to hustle yeah, yeah. so you months. also so like how like the the restaurants the commercial side how do you get those clients were that from social media as well or was that no more? they were they so one of my friend he owns a food truck uh in outlet mall and he owns a couple of restaurants now he he owns four restaurants and I got those clients through them and okay. he was looking for a restaurant in Niagara Falls as well. So he started working with me as well and we were looking at some restaurants and I did, you know, popular pizza it's quite famous yeah. here. So I got those I got popular pizza franchise in Niagara Falls and I dealt with them. So I became a little famous that I'm doing commercial leases and I got a couple of other leads through those people. So what do you find better, commercial or residential? Residential is a lot better, man. Yeah. Commercial is just <laughs> you don't want it, to you don't want a, to get into commercial. It's a, it's a longer sales cycle, more due diligence. Right now, yeah. when I was on my way, I got a call from my client, so I got him a restaurant space. That property is sold, okay. And I don't know how commercial uh, sales work, like how long does it take to close? Yeah. But the guy that I dealt with. he sold that property to somebody else but he has some kind of permit inspection going on with the property but we got that lease there and now my client's business license got rejected since they have some kind of inspection going on in the property yeah there's a lot of like and, unknowns yeah yeah so he was he was he was little angry nervous <laughs> and angry and yeah yeah you you're trying to do some commercial thing too right now trying to learn yeah you're trying to learn a little bit yeah, about it yeah. there's there's a lot to it but you know there's it's good there's a lot of money to be made right and it, you don't yeah. want to limit yourself as right, a real right. estate agent to just doing resale that's the way i'm thinking of it yeah right? you know yeah you, you don't, want to don't be able limit, to yeah. to do both right i feel yeah. like that's the only way you're going to be really yeah dude yeah, yeah. You, you, yeah you do leases you do pre-construction you yeah. do commercial you do whatever comes to you okay yeah. Um you do have a focus of an area but you never reject anything right No 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 you not 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 right now not but I might starting. in future when I get a little busy when you I get might start yeah, yeah if you're doing like 100 transactions a year then yeah you can pick and choose what you <laughs> Which want Which I might yeah, in yeah, next yeah. couple of years There yeah so <laughs> so you, you mentioned you like to throw get togethers parties yeah. network 
don't forget to invite me to the next one. Yeah, or, or me too. We'll, we'll, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Um, <laughs> but also um, social media. So yeah. how important do you find that is to your business? It is super important, actually. Okay. So you got to put yourself out. At least your sphere of influence that you know. If you're putting a post or a couple of posts every day, I got three messages today just by looking at my post today that I posted. I did a closing yesterday. I posted that on social media. Now, those people, I had those numbers in my account, but I haven't talked to them in like a couple of years. Okay. But I got those messages today. Yeah. So they're, lo- they're looking to... They're, yeah, yeah. They're looking to buy properties. So, so what made you start doing social media? Was it your brokerage who told you about it or other real estate agents like... No, I was I was looking at a lot of other successful agents in GTA area. Yeah. So they're they're doing a lot of social medias. So how much so, of social media leads do you get? Like uh, if you put it percentage wise, I guess. So it's 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 a mixture of everything, I guess. It's it's not only social media, but it's it's also because if you're new, I posted a lot of videos on TikTok and I posted a lot of reels on Instagram just just like educating people. Yeah. And I, people message you and then they inquire, but they don't buy from you or they don't use you as their agent. I found that a lot too. Right. But I think to get, to convert those people into clients, you have to have something to show them that you are doing this. You have done those deals. You have done those leases. And then they'll come to you. So they need, they need to trust you. Yeah. Through the social media and through everything. Right, right. So it's 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 a mixture, yeah. Have you ever tried like door knocking down there? In I did actually. Or? But I it didn't, find went, that... <laughs> didn't end up going pretty well with me. No. It, it was... It, they deal with a lot of rejection, right? A lot of rejections and a lot of people just ask you questions to have fun. Because since, right. since I'm, That's I'm pretty young, like yeah. I'm 28 years old. Like or they can you, see that they can see that, and I don't look old enough as well. So yeah. I'm super young, and then if I go on door knocking, and you know there is hundred thousand realtors in Ontario, you don't know if you're knocking it, <laughs> knocking a realtor store. Yeah, there's and, that, and a lot of times, <laughs> uh, you know, another agent could have knocked that door twenty minutes before, 20 minutes maybe before, half yeah. an hour, and that's what I found, right? But so. but a lot of people say that it it works for them. Yeah, but I haven't got. Yeah, no, but I, it's 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 each to their own and what their skills are, right? Right. It's just uh, it's just another thing that you can add to mm. the way you put yourself out there. Yeah, <clears throat> right. So. Right. Like, because Brendan does door knocking. Oh, yeah. I'm not. I'm not a big door knocking person. I get all kinds of rejections. Right. So like, it, it just it just <laughs> there, depends. It just there's, depends. There's, yeah. No, there are like plenty of people that I, yeah. you know, I've been mm. able to have good conversations with, and I've got right. their information, and you mm. know, they receive like. You know, uh, neighborhood updates from me now, and yeah. um, but have I got anything from it? No, no. But there's a lot of no. rejection in real estate too. Yeah, I don't think from what you said, it took you four months, six almost six months to close your first deal. Right. Like it doesn't just come to you. Like there's yeah. a lot of work behind it. Yeah. To you to get that first deal, and then from that first deal, you got to work on your second, third, fourth, fifth. Right. Right. <laughs> right? So the on my very first day when I got my license, I posted it on social media. That's my, I got yeah. 63 shares. 63 oh, really? people shared oh, wow. my story. Oh, so, that's good. So you got like support. Did you did you uh, share his story? I think <laughs> so I had like, I think maybe like one of my sisters shared my story <laughs> and my mom, but <laughs> you, no one else share, shared it. Did you share his story when he posted? I don't think I shared your story, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> you're, you're not going to share I was, already, story, but, I was but, like, <laughs> I need to worry about my story. No, that's, you know what I'm finding? 
Like, do you find that other real estate agents, like once they know you kind of get into the business, they're right. not as like friendly. Like even the friends that's, that you had that were agents, yeah. it's like they, they're like, oh, this guy, like I don't want to like. I don't know. <laughs> I I'm I find it a little different. Like I'll have some real estate agents comment on my post a lot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they will like it. Yeah. Um, I find that I do the same for them. Yeah. And then they reciprocate it back. Yeah. Like we're all in this together. Yeah, right? yeah, There's yeah. so like, much I business don't, out I don't there. Look, and like I'm new. I don't think anyone has to worry about me like no. stealing their clients' but I don't, business. Yeah, but. but I don't look like you guys are competitors, right? It's yeah. no, how no. can we learn from each other? How can right. you Absolutely. grow? I think that's the most important thing. And that's thing. the yeah. most important thing because mm-hmm. like you have information that I don't have. Right. From your experience in Niagara Falls, mm-hmm. you have yours, I have mine, yeah. right? So I just look at it as like how can we help each other? I always support a real estate agent. Yeah, okay. Perfect. But I'm going to see how I I got screenshots of everybody who shared yeah. my story. And now I'm going to see how many people are going to buy or sell from me. I know I went through your social media as well. It's, it's nice. It's oh. all like, it's done very nicely. Thank you. Um, a lot of advice out there too. But like, what is one thing you would tell first time home buyers when they're looking for a place or how do they prepare to look for a place? Because there's a lot of, there's a lot of costs. It's overwhelming. Yeah. And like, what what is one suggestion you would so, give out? First thing I would say them, plan your budget. So have your budget ready. Say what you can afford. I know first with first-time home buyers, I most of my deals are first-time home buyers right now. And when they come to me, most of them are saying like, I want, they want a detached, 2020 built, double car garage, a nice detached house. But their income is only like, they're making $90,000 a year or a hundred thousand. So they can only afford with those interest rates, they can only afford 400,000 or max to $500,000 house. So my suggestion for first time home buyers is always like have something, look for something that can give you a little bit of extra income. Get a house that has a basement suit in it, in law suit or something like that. Yeah. And so you don't spend, yeah, so you can subsidize on the rent a little bit there, right? Too, right? And don't spend, don't spend, don't spend too much money uh, on houses when you're buying your first house. So don't go, don't go all out. Yeah, yeah. you be very reasonable on right. what you want for your first house. Right. Yeah, but some people I know they make like six thousand dollars. They are saying like if our mortgage is four hundred, four thousand dollars, we can easily afford it. But no, well, if there the are a lot of other expenses. Yeah, like yeah. if the interest rates go up. Yeah. Then you're in trouble, right? Yeah. Did you uh, get a like a coach or any kind of mentor like when you started? Because I know like there's a lot of new agents that, you know, sometimes we're advised. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe get a coach or at least someone that's more experienced to kind of so, help us out. I didn't get it. No, a I, I just bug my broker of record every night. <laughs> so <laughs> that's what I, I I'll tell you a story about it right now. So when I was writing my first offer. I, I'm with EXP right now. So when I was writing my first offer, the guy who got me into EXP, I called him. No response. I called the other guy. No response. I called called my broker of record. No response. Wow. I called one other guy who was working uh, as a real estate agent from quite a long time. No response. And I ended up sending that offer. Rejection. Okay. So... Then I, then the story I'm telling you that my first 13 offers got rejected because I didn't took anybody's help and nobody oh, was there that's to why, guide me. Yeah. 
Oh, so it is but, important to get that help. Is right. Yeah, but, it's yeah. very important to get yeah, that help. But yeah. again, my cousin, Raj, he, he helped me a lot. Yeah. And when I when I started getting his help a little bit, I used to send him offers. Is it right or wrong? Yeah. He used to help me a little bit. So, it's, it's tough. There's it's so a much. learning curve, right? When, yeah. you, when you don't know what you're doing. And even yeah. though you do a simulation classes, that's not what it is in real life. Hmm. Right, so every it, transaction is different. It's brother. different. Yeah. The, um, how do you? What clauses do you put in? Yeah, you know what's the irrevocable, irrevocable? Like, yeah, there's so much different things. Mm-hmm. Like me and Brendan send stuff back and forth too. Yeah, yeah. I'll, bu- I'll bug him just to look over things. To look over so stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. You so. need to have somebody who can look look over your yeah, offers just make and sure it didn't just miss just anything. just to have you a little bit of extra confidence there. Yeah, you are the one who was was writing everything, but. It's 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 nice to have somebody to look at you. Yeah, like yeah. my my first offer I did, I sent him a poker record, mm-hmm. and he goes to me. He's like, "If they get ex- if this gets accepted, mm-hmm. do you want to get paid?" And I'm like, "Yeah, why?" <laughs> he's like, "You spelt your name wrong." <laughs> oh, no. He's like, "Everything else is okay. We can work on, but because yeah. like when you're there, you're typing it and you're doing this and that, and sometimes you're not thinking. Yeah, right. You're more worried about do I have the right clause? Do I have the right date? Right, right, right. You forgot the M, right?" I added, I added a letter. Oh, you added a letter. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's too funny. It's nice. No. So do they, so now you got everything going, you can do your, you know how to do leases. Right. Right. I, I don't need anybody's help now, but the, those people are nice. It's a team. It's, it's a nice people. No offense to them, but, yeah. but that was the time they might be busy. Yeah. But, but again. No, it, that, it happens. It, like it happens, sometimes right? when you really need but, a person at that yeah. time, they're not. Yeah. They're yeah. just preoccupied with something else. Right. At, at this time, do you have anything that you're working on in Niagara or you just finished since have, you close that deal? I have I have a couple of closings coming up in May. Okay. There's May 2nd. There's one closing that's a residential house that's four bedroom and uh, six bedroom actually. Okay. Basement is finished. I bought that house for my client in 620. Can you imagine it? Oh, wow. 2016 build. 2016 or 2013. Oh wow, nice. And I did another another deal recently in Thorold that's close to Brock University. That's a six bedroom house again. I bought that uh it's huge lot. Uh 6.95. Oh. That's For what six bedroom? Six bedrooms oh, and wow. it's all legal. I'm moving to Niagara Falls. Oh, yeah, you yeah. should. <laughs> <laughs> should move to Niagara Falls and then Yeah. <laughs> so it seems like it's good for investment then. It's it's pretty good. But, but college, you need to yeah. have yeah, you need to have knowledge about area. You can you can buy houses there for $300,000, but but again, you Maybe need to not. have some knowledge about area. Yeah, I guess there's yeah. different pockets, different yeah. neighborhoods that yeah. are better for investing and not, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So how do you gain the knowledge there? Is it just as you're going by client by client or are you sitting there looking at everything? I studying I, the area? Yeah, even if you look at my Google Calendar, I have like an hour every day to look at MLS listings, an hour in the morning. Uh, half an hour in the morning and half an hour before I go to my bed. So I look at MLS all the time. So when you say you look at MLS all the time, do you go in the morning and see what are the new listings that yes. came out today yeah. or like how what, do you do that? Yeah. What are the listings that came out today and what are the listings that are sold recently and how much they're sold for properties are going under asking or over asking. Yeah. So those are things I look for. So that was one thing I was thinking about actually doing and start posting on social media. Like, you know, when I go on and start looking at MLS listings, what came out, I never take like a photo and like put that up on social media to send oh, out to like clients or yeah. people out there. So no, know, that's good. Yeah. So they know mm-hmm. like these are new listings that just came out today under let's say 800,000, 300, right. whatever, right? Right, right. You, you so, should be doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's good. Yeah, I, I look I look every morning. Same yeah. thing as you. I spend 20 minutes in the morning. Yeah. 
And then at nighttime, like at 11 o'clock at night, yeah. I spend some time on it. Right. Just, yeah, you understand your area, understand what's going on. Especially yeah. when you have clients, you want to know right. what's coming out there, right? Yeah. 100%. Stuff. So we've both had some pretty interesting experiences. Uh, funny experiences, weird um, with being new to this. Irritating experiences. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> have you, or can you recall any like thing that's kind of unordinary or that's happened to you since you've been in real estate? There's quite a few, actually. I don't know if these are ordinary or not, but uh, one story I'm going to tell you is these are about my friends. Uh, I play cricket. I do sports as well. So I got a call and they said, we want a house for lease. Yeah. And I was pretty new to that time. And I said, okay, I'll get you a house. Uh, what's your budget? They said $2,600. I said, okay, I can find you a house in $2,600. So we started looking at those houses. We went to look almost 10 to 15 houses. And that was a group of eight people. They were looking for four-bedroom house. So their budget was $2,600. They ended up getting a house on lease in $3,600 from somebody else. Oh, okay. So you, you did all the showings. You did everything. I did everything. So we actually talked about this because we've yeah, had that experience. So yeah, it's, we've it's, had that happen to us. Yeah. <laughs> for for leases, I I had horrible experiences with leases. Yeah, so yeah. I know Brendan has very bad experiences with leases. But yeah, I've had what that after, your experience? <laughs> but well, I've, I've had that happen to me where I've spent quite a bit of time showing, <laughs> you know, this family or well, a few. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, multiple houses or condos, yeah. mm-hmm. and then, you know, they decided to go put in an offer, but mm-hmm. through another uh, another agent, one that they were already working with. But mm-hmm. I guess that agent wasn't available, yeah, uh, to show them those places, right? Oh, so they, <laughs> so they use they use they use, but him uh, it's not just show. a one time occurrence. It's yeah, they'd be. I'd be sending them listings, yeah. right? You know, do you see anything that you like that interests right. you? And they'd be like, yeah, can we go see that? And then that, mm-hmm. you know, so I'd be showing them multiple places and then, you know, it didn't turn out the way I was hoping. No, but do you get them to sign the paper saying that you're going to so represent I'm, them? If, if, so as a new agent, that's, that's one of the biggest problem we have. Yeah. We, you don't wanna, get, we, we don't want people to go away. We want them, we want to be busy. And so if, if we put paper in front of them of when they meet us, they're not going to sign. So we, we talked about this. So yeah. for the buy representation agreement, right? Yeah. So now what I do is I'll take everybody out for one showing. Okay. After that one showing, if they don't sign that paper, mm-hmm. I don't go with them. No? No, I don't take them out anymore. I started doing the same. And thing the reason now. is also mm-hmm. like, Brendan can elaborate on this story that yeah. he told me that he actually put an offer in for a client, okay, um, for 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 a house or a condo, yeah, that and was early in the beginning, yeah. in the beginning, mm-hmm. and she got the place, but went directly, right? She went directly to, okay. So what I I had written up the offer, I had sent it off to them, mm-hmm. and then she never uh, sure. signed it back. So that's what actually happened. So, you know, we were communicating. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna make up this offer for you. I'm gonna send it to you. And then sign it back and I'll send it off, right? Yeah. Uh, no response. Didn't hear hear back. You know, tried calling. Mm-hmm. Nothing. And then, yeah. like, you know, a couple of days later, I got a text message. Uh, we got the place. Thank you so much. So I was like, how did you get the place? Like, 
Mm-hmm. You didn't even sign it back. Like, yeah. you know, I'm, she's after I called her, I was like, hey, I'm like, congratulations. Just curious though. Yeah. How did you get that home? Were you mm-hmm. already working with someone? Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, we just decided to go directly uh, through the listing agent. So it's not that she was working with oh, somebody. Oh, yeah, it's directly. And it's happened, it's happened to me. So yeah. when you when you list, you probably know when you list a place, yeah. lease or or for sale, mm-hmm. there are a lot of people that will come to you try to work directly with you, mm-hmm. right? But they will also use another agent yeah. to do Do-s- that. Do-s- so it, it happened to me. I showed mm-hmm. somebody a place yeah. last week mm-hmm. um, for my listing. And they're like, yeah, we want to put an offer. But they were open. They're like, listen, we're going to four different houses. And we're talking to every single listing agent. Wow. Right. So, so I have another story I want to tell on this podcast. There was one guy. Uh, he's I know him from uh, school. So he called me that his parents are coming from uh, other country to visit him. So he needed a nice place. So I said, okay, I can get you a place, but send me some documentation. Send me his documentation and he has minus $16 in his bank balance. <laughs> And his grade score was, I think, close to 600 or something like that. But he, I said, you can't get a house in looking at those documents. So he was behind me for a couple of months. And I knew him that he's, he can, he can afford rent. He can, he can pay bills. He's not like that kind of guy. But I got him a house as a guarantor that I I am responsible. Oh, you guarantee you signed for a guarantor? I signed for a guarantor because he was he was behind me for a couple of months. And so you knew he was a friend of yours. Yeah. Okay. So but everything is signed, agreement to lease is signed. Lease is signed as well. On the day of deposit, started. I I try I called him, no response. Next day I called him, no response. Next day I called him, no response. Mm-hmm. So that was my other experience. So, so what, now, what happened in that situation? And did he actually go through with it? Or did no, he deposit? No. So no, he didn't went through it. So you were held responsible for, yeah. for the year? No, no for not what, for a year. I, I, I knew that agent. I had some good conversations with him. And he said, it's okay, let it go. But okay. I submitted all those documentation to my brokerages. Then I had to get mutual, mutual, mutual release. release. But if he's not responding to me, there is no way I can get a mutual release. So that was that was something. That's yeah. That's yeah. Never signed for a guarantor. I think no, that's what I, you I learned. feel as newer agents, because uh, we're all there right now. We're what's the word? Susceptible or like we get taken advantage of. Hundred percent. I feel like a lot of, we yeah. got to be a little bit more careful, right? And right. that's something that I you know discuss with some other new agents, yeah. right? It just yeah. I don't know. We're making. In the beginning, you might make these little mistakes or you might, you know, just want to give people the benefit of the doubt Mm -hmm. because at the end of the day, you want to, you're trying to just to help, help these people find their place. Right. Yeah. But I feel like experienced agents, they don't really fall for a lot of these. No, no, no. They they don't even do leases. I know a lot of successful agents. They don't do leases. No, they don't do leases. They they will list. Yeah. But they won't go show people for leases. Yeah. Because they know they have experienced it already. They've experienced experienced it right now. Yeah. And it's. I think you still should though. If it's like a client that, that you worked with before, you should still be open to doing leases though. You can't just. I wouldn't say, yeah, starting off, I wouldn't say no to anything. And even if you grow, mm-hmm. like, I wouldn't say no. 
it's just depending on what the situation is right yeah but but i don't know if you guys have done that or not but if you go to join a brokerage if you are joining a team a team will say we will give you leads and those leads are 99% those are leases yeah yeah i i haven't joined a team so no. but on exp where you you were on a team right uh it's it's not it it is a team but it is not, not a team, team. okay yeah okay so we are we are all equal but you know what leases also turn into sellers buyers sorry later on but sometimes lot, but yeah sometimes, sometimes yeah. but that it's good to know how to do a lease yeah yeah it's, a, it's it's a learning experience right i we know we know all those forms we know how to write an offer those yeah. kind of things so. so have you done any open houses i did a lot of open houses yeah so yeah. what was your experience the first time you did an open house i was a little nervous yeah. i was when i went to an open house i uh i did it with my the guy who got me into yeah. uh, exp so it was his listing uh i don't know people came in and i was pretty nervous to talk to them and i was like when they come in now i know this is bedroom this is this this is this like i tell them everything and i was just opening doors for them i was quiet and this this Yeah. yeah yeah I, I was there i was nervous the first time yeah everyone every, 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 yeah everyone is nervous i was yeah. just curious because we were both we spoke about we we're both nervous yeah yeah but now it's just like you don't have to think about it yeah i was no no uh speaking of open houses well to jump topic i told you uh last week about my showing experience with the family that was following me and my client around yeah that for the for that one that's so crazy has anything one. happened Well, anything like this ever happened to you where you're going to show uh, a place mm-hmm. and so the family will still be there in the home oh. and they're just following you around all the time the whole time. So they, I haven't experienced that. I I did um yeah. Yeah. So it's I it happened to me a lot of times because most of those properties I I I work with investors and those people are looking for investment properties. Mm-hmm. So whenever you go to find investment properties there are tenants there already okay and i went to windsor one time <laughs> that was a duplex and how many clothes you can see in a house like can you imagine how many clothes in a there house there was clothes all over the place there was clothes in dining room oh, dining, dining room table everywhere. kitchen ah, in the living tenanted, area there so was they, clothes so on care. stairs yeah and when i went to the basement basement was filled with like couple of feet or three feet of clothes and they're all dirty so they're just buying new clothes not doing laundry i don't know, I don't know what they were doing <laughs> they were renting that See, space yeah so that's tenanted so tenants typically don't really care the condition they're leaving the house and because they're going to be leaving anyways but right? still yeah. that those are a lot of clothes so a, lot of, <laughs> a lot of clothes to get rid of yeah um There's so you yeah so you clothes. you work with investors yeah um Are you seeing a lot of positive cash flow when it comes for investing in the Niger area or right now it's 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 hit and miss so you can find some properties that have some positive cash flow like couple of deals I did those are positive cash flow even in this market if you're getting like 5.3% yeah. fixed rate they are still giving you some money in your pocket okay are they putting heavy down payments or 20% 20% yeah okay but then you're seeing it like now okay you might be putting out of your pocket 500 bucks a month but you're saying like in 2 3 years that would turn into a positive cash flow 100% yeah 100% yeah okay yeah and i did the deal i did yesterday that was uh, a three bedroom brand new house can you guys guess the price how much i got it for 
What was it listed for? Okay, right. so three bedroom, brand new. Um, in in Wallaceburg, it's like three hundred in in Chatham Kent. Is that considered like Chatham? Uh, like so better area, Niagara it's, Falls. It's no, it's it's not so better, but it's it's a small town. Five sixty. I'm gonna say four eighty. Four was that listed for? It was listed for four eighty. Yeah, yeah. I got it for three ninety five. So if you oh, put brand new, so brand, you, brand new, is there a good rental market there? No. No. Okay, so I would have got for myself if if there was a good rental, rental market because yeah. that's cheap. Yeah, that's cheap. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe we'll cut that out of the clip. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no. I actually want to circle back before that question when I was telling a story about the showing. Yeah. Um, so this is what happened to me, and then I want to kind of know what you would advise your clients. Let's say your clients uh, were the ones that wanted to lease out their home, right? Mm-hmm. So I was there. Um, I was walking. Uh, my client around mm-hmm. and I had three people following us around. Mm-hmm. Um, one was like just eating a bag of chips. Like I hear the crunching in the air. We can't, we have no privacy to like yeah. discuss what do you like about the home? What do you not like about mm-hmm. the home? You know, we open a bedroom door. They're right behind us breathing over our neck. Yeah. Um, like all three of them. So, they were actually the landlords. They're mm-hmm. the owners of the home. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had like, you know, some questions for us too as mm-hmm. we were getting ready to leave. Yeah. Would you, what would you say to clients of yours that are looking to lease out their home? Would you not advise them to leave the house? Interview them. Interview them? Yeah. If like, what, you, what's so, your so, question? So do you think that the landlord should be at in the home still when you're viewing it i like to no, say no. leave the leave the, the home alone but sometimes it, it doesn't matter it he shouldn't be following you but if he's there if landlord is there i can ask him some questions that's what i do if no if so I, yeah if the landlord is there you can ask questions yeah but your your experience is a little yeah like, i've had a few of those like honestly I get, like mm-hmm. no we're there to see your house if you want to have it leased out mm-hmm. the best thing you can do for yourself not be there have your house clean ready to you know be presented and just step away like come back after the showing is done you're doing yourself a disservice i think by being there you're making the people uncomfortable and (laughs) as an agent it's my job also to make sure that nothing happens to your home while we're showing it so Mm -hmm. you don't have to worry about that right 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 so what piece of advice would you give to a new real estate agent that's entering the market from like your experience so for a new real estate agent, have knowledge, do whatever you want to do, have a mentor. It's, it's, it's important because I haven't had one, so I can see the problems not having a mentor. So pay him a little bit in upfront. That's okay. Yeah, so mentor is a big thing. Yeah, it's yeah. huge. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah. I think you need that as an agent. Yeah. It'll definitely help your business out in the long run. No, no, big time. Yeah, some support system. To have a support system there. You need to have some support system. Yeah. Yeah. So how can we, um, well, how would people reach you? So they can call me at my number 289-213-8877. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram as well. I'll mention my Instagram ID. I'll give it to you. And then. Okay. So we'll share that. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. No, thank you again. It was a pleasure. All right. Thanks, Karn Paul. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank Thank you. you.